This is Jordan Edwards, and this is the Business Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. All right, I'm here with Deborah Gracie. Uh, we just had an amazing class learning the fundamentals with you and your father. It's an honor to be here at your school. Same. It's an honor to have you guys here, too. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, let, let me set this up for everybody a little bit. So I'm starting a project called Business Jiu-Jitsu. Business Jiu-Jitsu is a, a book and a podcast, and the essence of the book is about the, the principles that are shared between martial arts, jiu-jitsu, and life. And I, I, I started thinking about this book. You know, I've been doing jiu-jitsu now for uh, just about 11 years. Wow. And when I started doing jiu-jitsu, uh, it was my outlet. Uh, after work, I would come, I would, I would go to the dojo, and I would learn. And for the first few years, it was just uh, getting my butt kicked over and over and over again. And it was so humbling. But the lessons that I was learning on the mat, I found were directly applied to all the things that I was doing in, 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 my, in my work and in my, my business. And I, I'm encountering these situations in life and I feel like I'm doing jujitsu. It's the craziest thing. And that's not so clear when you're a beginner. But as you progress on through jujitsu, you say, sometimes the metaphor of having all that pressure on top of you and somebody in your face and in the beginning it, it's so stressful but then you're taught a technique and you learn that technique and what used to be so scary becomes yeah. so easy yeah and so the, the concept behind business jiu-jitsu was to talk to influential people in business influential people in jiu-jitsu and learn from them and say here you are having so much success being a black belt here you are having so much success as a business person, a, w a woman in business, an entrepreneur, writing books. How does that journey start for you? Where, yeah. where, where are you from? So I'm from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, <clears throat> and uh, I'm a Gracie from my mom's side. My mom is uh, Carlos Gracie's uh, granddaughter. My father is Marcio Stembolski, which is uh, he's now a red and white belt. So that means 38 years as a black belt. So I grew up in Jiu-Jitsu, not only from the Gracie side of my mom, but my dad as well and my brother too. So yeah, Neiman Gracie, Bellator fighter. So he's been doing this since forever too. When I was a kid, I used to play a lot of jiu-jitsu, I was a yellow belt, then when I was a teenager, didn't like too much, I'm, I like to surf too, yeah. so I recall sometimes uh, I, I leave the home with my surfboard under the arm and my brother with his gi, yeah. and he's always pushing me, hey, you gotta, you gotta come to jiu-jitsu too, you gotta know how to defend yourself, yeah. you know, so, uh, and then when my father moved back to America in uh, 2006, I started, I fell in love with jiu-jitsu again, and then I started helping him and teaching since I was a blue belt, because uh, back then there was not too many people like uh, graduating in jiu-jitsu, so I used to help since then, the kids and everything. Yeah. And uh, what is funny is that like when we were kids, my brother and my father sometimes they get somebody from the family, like a cousin of mine or a friend, and they say, hey, Put your gear on today, you're gonna train. Yeah. And they put me in real bad situations, you know, because like uh, they bring a cousin of mine and like, let's go train. Then the cousin mounted me and I didn't know, I was struggling to get out, I don't know what to do. And they say, yeah, you see, you gotta train. And then that pushed me a lot too, to 
at least know how to defend myself in the, the little situations of life too. Yeah, you know? and you probably know uh, starting a business yeah. can, can most of the time feel like you have top pressure, somebody on yeah. top of you at all times. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And uh, Jiu-Jitsu for me is very similar to life. I like to assimilate jiu-jitsu to life in everything. So like if I, I'm teaching a class, I can know a lot about a person just to see how they behave in class. Yeah. I can see, oh, that guy is like a, pays attention, that guy is a good in life, he like takes life seriously, or like, oh my God, that guy, he needs to work a little more, not only on the mat, but outside too. Yeah, that's an you amazing know? point. Yeah. It, it is true, you know, people, the way that they do jiu-jitsu is, is the way that they live their lives. Exactly. They're high energy yeah. and spazzy, they, yeah. that's usually the way they're living their life yeah. too. Yeah. They're slow and methodical. Yeah, you can tell that. a lot, you know, about a person just by looking at them uh, in a jiu-jitsu clay. In one hour, you can tell a lot about a person just by jiu-jitsu helps, you know, because as you said, for me, jiu-jitsu is very related to life, yes. you know, so some things like that, you learn how to deal with a struggling situation, you have to know how to breathe. I think the first good technique you actually learn in jiu-jitsu is learn how to spend energy properly. So I always tell my students, like, don't move without a purpose. You know, you always have to move with purpose. So why I would be like exploding, wasting energy when I don't need to? I think the same in life, in everything, relationships, yeah. business, family. Yeah, when you do things with intention, it, it, it makes it so much more successful. Yeah. You know, when you, when you do something in business with all of your heart, yeah. it's well thought out it has a way of, of coming back to you with dividends yeah. and it keeps giving you those dividends over and over and over again. Yeah. In business when you do something with half your heart or you don't really agree, you don't really, you're not fully in it, it has a way of failing on Yeah, exactly. First thing you have to love what you do because uh, and uh, that's where motivation is. You know, sometimes I, I see those uh, motivational speeches and books. I think that's uh, like uh, not very good because uh, some days you wake up, you're not into doing that, right? Like, I don't feel like doing that, but you have to do it because you have an, a goal to fulfill or something. So if you really love, you have a goal, you have, you, you know, you have that passion, some days when you're not into that, you're gonna go and do it no matter what. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know David Goggins, the former Navy yes. SEAL? Yes. Yeah, I, I started reading a book about him. Yeah. I didn't finish. I'm still in the beginning. Yeah. But I, I saw about uh, his early life, very hard. You know, the father used to beat him up yes, and the exactly. mom. And yeah. I well, have to finish reading that book. But he, I, he talks about what you just said all the time. Oh, yeah. Which is that you don't always feel motivated. Yeah. You know, motivation is not the thing that you need to rely on. Yeah. You, you have to get up and go to work every single day, yeah. even when you don't no have motivation. No matter what. Yeah. And I, I think that's been that's been really key in my jujitsu too, yeah. because I wasn't a natural athlete growing up. I always played sports. I loved sports, but people sometimes are just way more athletic than I am. They can pick it up faster. So my journey with jujitsu has just been a relentless daily grind of showing up more than anybody else. Yeah. And just being that guy who's always on the mat and just wanting to learn. Yeah. That's, uh, I usually tell my students that you can only progress in jiu-jitsu by showing up to the classes. There's nothing else you can do, go work out in the gym, this and that, nothing that 
some things help, uh, of course, but uh, the thing that will most uh, help you and make you grow in Jiu-Jitsu is go showing up to class and, and doing a job inside the, the mats. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So we have something in common. We're both work in a family business. Uh -huh. We both work with our fathers. Yeah. What, what's that experience like? With That's you? very amazing. You know, my father is a very sweet guy and he's very experienced too. We come from a family of, uh, how do you say in English, commercials, like people that deal with commerce, mm, yes, you know? Yes. So I always, uh, since I was uh, like a teenager, I always play with that. I come from the cast of the commercials, yeah. you know? Yeah. So uh, I always learn how to sell things, and uh, but I like to have a good product too, as my father says about yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. So he knows a lot about business and in his uh, vision, Jiu-Jitsu is a very good product, you know? Yeah. I think we just talk about that in the class we just did now. Yeah, we took a, a, a fantastic class led by you and your father. You, your father is, uh, is a legend in the sport, of course. Yeah. He's incredibly well known as one of uh, Holz's five students, yes. five black belts. Yeah. And, uh, what a, you, and then you guys are right here in Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, I, I drove out here from uh, New York City today, uh -huh. and you drive one hour and you can get world-class instruction. I mean, that's yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. So my father comes from uh, Rose Gracie, which is a, a, a cousin of mine. And he, unfortunately, he passed away when he was very young, on uh, his 30s. I think he was 33 years old. And he only uh, took uh, five or six students to the black belt level. And one of them is my dad, which is a, a big knowledge, you know, to be under Rose. He was considered to be one of the best graces because uh, he also brought other sports into jiu-jitsu, so like wrestling, he was very open-minded, so he didn't stick only to the jiu-jitsu techniques. Yeah. So that also helped jiu-jitsu growing a lot in the world, you know, there was a story about the wrestler guy, I forgot his name right now, but uh, they, they used to wrestle together, and then he gave some jiu-jitsu tips to the wrestling guys and wrestling some wrestling techniques to jiu-jitsu too which is amazing yeah. you know and uh that's it so jiu-jitsu is a great uh, product because uh, it's something that we help people you know it's a, a business that we can help the whole community i believe a lot in there yeah. in that sometimes uh, if i change the life of one kid i change the life of their parents and like the whole family and then this becomes the whole community the whole state the whole country yeah you know, so it's that's, very that's amazing. Really amazing. And yeah. you spent a lot of time working with young women in Abu Dhabi. Yes, that's a very good uh, example. Because I imagine uh, in a Muslim country, you know, little girls playing jiu-jitsu is something we could never imagine to happen before. Yeah. And uh, the Sheikh is a very visionary man because yes. he saw the power of jiu-jitsu of changing the whole world. And he's doing that to his country. It started with uh, his son. Yes. He was a very shy kid and had a lot of uh, self-confident problems. And uh, he met my uncle Hanzo. And his kid, his son, started doing jiu-jitsu. And in a short period of time, he changed. You know, he became another, another kid. 
and a lot very confident and everything and the shake oh my god this was so good for my son yes. i want this for my whole country all the kids in my country yes. so now there is like a they want to become a national sport jiu-jitsu in abu dhabi yes. and it's in all public schools as a subject like math science we have jiu-jitsu too so i was a school teacher there which is amazing, it's very, very impressive. And we can see already they are doing this project for almost 10 years now, I think. And there are a lot of changes in the country for sure. The That's girls, amazing. you know, they're very confident. They have this uh, religious thing, they cannot touch each other. But uh, they are, they are open-minded too. They're st starting to open their minds a little more about that. Yeah. And uh, a lot of little champions over there, the yeah. girls are really hard fighters. They go for war and it's amazing. It really is incredible. Um, yeah. My sensei is a black belt under Henzo and John yeah. Donahar. And I've met Henzo many times. He's an incredible person. Amazing. You know, yeah. when, when that guy gives you a hug, it's like you're the yeah. only person he's ever met before. Yeah. Same thing with your dad yeah. and you. It's, the Brazilians have, a, have this way yeah. of making you feel at home when you come to the academy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really special. And I, I sorry to cut you, yeah. but I think it's not Brazilians. That's the jiu-jitsu true spirit. Yeah. You know, we are jiu-jitsu professors. We have to bring this feeling to everyone around us. You know, like being happy, being positive, always like smiling and uh, saying good things to people. My great grandfather Carlos Gracie was known for that. Like everyone I meet that met him before. They say that, oh my God, your great-grandfather great was so amazing. Every time I, I met him on the street, yeah. he always had good good words to say about me. You yeah. know, he could maybe say, oh, you're a bad guy, you didn't know, but only good things, you know, which I, is amazing. It is incredible, and, and what your family has done for martial arts is, it, it, it has changed and revolutionized all of martial arts and fighting yeah. for everything that's happened in history up until this point. Yeah. Uh, what they've done over the past hundred or so years is just, incredible I'm, i know i'm so grateful for, uh -huh. for what your family has done and me you too guys, you're just <laughs> the ambassadors of, of this martial art yeah. and I, tr I travel a lot for work i travel all over the country and whenever i go on vacation i always bring my gi i bring my rash guard and i show up to a gym and no matter where it's i am family, I could be in right? texas i could be in florida california yeah. puerto rico costa rica it's like I, I know these people my whole life. Yes. You yes. know, as soon as you start training with somebody, you have a family a minutes, now everywhere in the world. No matter where you go, it's family there for yeah. sure. Yeah. It really, it, it's such a, it's such a beautiful thing. And not all martial arts are like that. There's something special about jujitsu, yeah. especially that it's the, it's the, the tapping uh -huh. and it's the practicing. Yeah. You know, um, people often ask me because, because they know I do martial arts about other arts, and I say I have nothing wrong with any of the other arts. But there's something about jujitsu that you, you practice doing jujitsu every time you do it. Yeah. So you know you can do it. Yeah. Um, in some of these self defenses, other self defenses, you don't know that you can do a technique because you're just going through the kata. You're, you don't know if you can actually apply it in an yeah. armbar. How many tens of thousands of armbars have I done? Yeah. It's or very humbling, it's right? Very humbling. Like a little girl can submit a big guy. Doesn't matter when I teach my self defense classes, I always say that. Doesn't matter how big and strong the guy is, we can, uh, for sure, if he doesn't know jiu-jitsu, we need to defend ourselves. We can always like submit him and, and you know, Absolutely. get a good, good, good thing. I have some of my teammates who are, who are women who fight in uh, Invicta. I have, I have a good friend and teammate, Tanisha Tenna. She's fighting in the upcoming Invicta uh, eight-woman tournament. It, 
I see her beat up big guys all the time. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And um, sometimes we have these like soldiers, policemen, prison guard, and that we have a lot of those kind of guys in our gym. So they bring their friends down. And they think they're going to beat everybody up. Yeah. And then <laughs> instead of next... being put with a, a big guy like me or one of the pro athletes, they yeah. say, why don't you try rolling with this with this young woman? Yeah. And they're choking them out. And yeah. they can't, their ego can't handle it. They never come back. Yeah, technique is everything, right? Everything. So uh, you don't need to spend too much energy or be strong. But if you apply the right technique, same for business too, I believe. Absolutely. You have to, you're going to be successful, you know? So, and it's very humbling too, the fact that like a big guy is going to be uh, tap out to a small girl or a little guy. And I always say that to my students too, because uh, you get to the, the school it's very humbling, you know, no matter what, it, sometimes you reach a good level. The, the highest level athletes, they tap out in the, the school every day to other guys too. So you never stop learning, you never stop getting beat up too. If you think, oh, I'm going to be a black belt, never going to tap out anymore, that's a lie. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And one of, one of the things that you just said, which I, I want to echo, is about the fundamentals. Yeah. Today in the class, we did a fundamentals class. It was myself, one of your other students, I believe, and maybe 10 chiropractors. Yeah, it was their first my chiropractor, they take good care of me and I'll try to teach them some, some yeah. things too. And we did this day one jujitsu, which for me was so special because how often do I get to stop yeah. and have that class with all beginners? And it, it was just, again, a humbling and beautiful to, to go back and even the way that when your dad opened the class he, he spoke about how Carlos went to the circus and was learning from Count Maeda yeah. I mean hearing these stories right from the source like one degree away from yeah from uh, Rio de Janeiro it's yeah it's very beautiful so when you when you have these fundamentals in business I always tell my teams you can't control what your competitors do you can't control the weather yeah. you can't control um, if your customers show up that day or not the only things you can control are the things that you do. Yeah. And those are the fundamentals. Yeah. How clean is your bathroom? Exactly. Is your do you have good stock? You know, do you have yeah. all the sizes of the E's? Yeah. Are the mats immaculately clean? If you're right inside to teach, if you have a good method too, that's very important. You know, yeah. for the white belt, sometimes they get thrown at uh, some other schools that don't take to very good care of the basics and the fundamentals. Sometimes they're gonna uh, give up. You know, because it's too hard. They don't understand the concept, yeah. and then uh, and that's bad for jujitsu too, for the business of the whole jujitsu community. Because uh, if one person has a, a bad experience with jujitsu, they probably never gonna come back. They never gonna uh, recommend to other other people too. That's right. So it's very important to have like a, a good program on your, on your school, and also you take care of the white belts. Yeah. Back in Brazil. People used to treat uh, white belts as garbage. Oh, you a white belt, go go and clean the mats. Yeah. You a white belt, pay 10 push-ups. You know, that's not the way. The white belts are the best part of the school because yes. they, they're going to help the school grow and they're going to bring more people, you know. Absolutely. so And they are people too. We should treat everyone equally and yes. like respecting everyone, you and, know. And, and when you're in a, a smaller academy or a new academy, it's mostly white belts yes. and, and then some blue belts. The higher yeah. that you progress in jiu-jitsu, the fewer and fewer. I mean, how many black belts are there in the world? Yeah. There's not that not many. Not too many. How yeah. many brown belts are there in the world? 
there's not too many. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of white belts. Yeah. You know, the million people that do jujitsu in the U.S., the, the vast majority of them are white belts yeah. and blue belts. And, so. and for me, the hardest part and the best part about this is like, a, it's very easy, right? Comes a very athletic guy into your door. Yeah. That's the easiest part. It's very easy to make him become an athlete and a good jujitsu player. Yeah. But the hardest and best part of uh, jujitsu being a professor is like changing the life of somebody who is really struggling with themselves, with some other problems in life, yeah. with their business, their families, this and that. So jujitsu, I always say that too, is uh, very interesting because it can go deep inside. Don't matter which problem each person has, jujitsu will go there and help them. Absolutely. You know, in, in every aspect of life. So yeah. it's really amazing. I love it. So what are your plans for the business? You just opened up your second academy, which yeah. is where we are today. Yeah. What's so my plan? father has this uh, school in Norwalk, Connecticut, USA, for 13 years now. Yeah. And I've been helping him since then with the, the managing and everything. And I always get more and more excited, too, about the business part. Yeah. And uh, so I spent two years in Abu Dhabi, I just came back, and now I thought I was like ready to try my own thing too. My father is yeah. my, my, my partner, and uh, it's very interesting, you know, it's like, right. a, yeah. In the beginning, very hard, everything, you know, about finding a good location, you start with zero students, you yeah. know. Some people, like, they like to take students from other schools, uh, something that I don't think is very nice. Yes. I, I know it's, it's very good. You, you build your wall with your own bricks. Don't yeah. take bricks out of nobody, you know? And that's a very bad day-by-day -day, uh, work. You know, you cannot, there's nothing you can achieve something without going step-by-step. Step. Yeah, I agree. So that's what we're doing right now. We are up to six or seven months in our new school. That's great. And it's a day-by-day work you know we have a very good staff too which i think is the most important thing in a business also finding yes. the right people Absolutely. to be with you they have to believe in the same vision that you have and i believe in you everybody have to be friends you know because uh, sometimes in a business uh, environment people fighting each other and i don't believe in that i don't like that thing i like everybody as a team real as a team trying to work together yeah. everybody can have some things that you don't have so that you make a, a whole a whole part yeah. and then it, it becomes better for everyone yeah the people and the environment uh, not only with the students but with the staff it's so important yeah one of our business values at, at my company mixology is uh, we treat our people like customers yeah so not just the customers uh -huh. when you treat the people who who help you with your business every day like a customer they yeah. know how to treat the people around them exactly yeah so it's really really beautiful and it's the same thing as i say when we are professors we have to treat everyone the same like Hansel too, he's an amazing example of that. Doesn't matter if the guy uh, uh, lives on the street or is like sh the shake, he's gonna treat everyone the same, you know, because that's the real jujitsu spirit. Yes. And that's how we should treat not only our students, but our staff members who are our collab, collaborate, how, how do you say that? Which one? Like Which? they are our, our associates, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. they help yes. us make the, the dream happen. So I say, uh, Dream, the dream makes the the the, the team yeah. makes the dream Absolutely. come true. Sorry, I sometimes I, the words come out of well, my mind. <laughs> good. That's a really good segue. Yeah. So you wrote a book yeah. called Hespect. Uh huh. Uh, for those listening that don't understand what Hespect means, that's 
respect. Yeah. And in, in Portuguese, they pronounce the R with That's H. how Brazilians supposedly yeah. uh, pronounce the word respect, you know, respect, because yeah. the letter H in, in Brazil is like the letter R here. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. I started, you know, flipping through the pages of this book before the interview today, and it's so funny how many words I recognize. Yeah. I don't even realize that I know them yeah. just because of being on the jiu-jitsu mats for so yeah. many years, but this is such a great book, yeah. especially if you're going to be traveling or you're going to be doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu you can learn all the vernacular yeah. and the words. It's a whole different universe you know you cannot find some of those words in a regular dictionary yeah. so that's where the idea came from you know so like the jiu-jitsu practitioners can learn a little bit about our language yeah. which translates to our culture too because yeah. uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is all, also culture yes you know so that's the idea i'm not an english professional sometimes <laughs> people oh i wrote a book how come you forget this word and that word yeah. i'm not a professional in english but yeah. i i know portuguese and a little bit of english so i, I could manage to make this happen yeah. now this is it's it's very well written and it's it's pretty technical too yeah so it's it, a little bit funny too yeah, uh, make some funny. words who, who helped you put this book together so my father and a friend of mine called pedro dadario He's uh, one of our students too for a long time and we've been brainstorming this for many years. Sometimes we get together, we say, oh, creonte. Well, the, where does this word come from? And then we started uh, writing down. And then in a few years, we had a big material in like a, a Word document uh, file and we didn't know what to do. And then, oh, let's get together and let's make a, a book happen. And that's how it came out, yeah. you know? Great we story. have some I, funny I quotes in Brazil too, and then we try to translate so the American people can come a little bit closer to our culture. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, thank my, you. My, I wrote this book, This Is It, last year, and this podcast is, is research for my new book, Business Jiu-Jitsu. Very but interesting. Before I wrote this book, I encouraged my dad to write a book, and the way that he wrote his first book was that he had started blogging, and he was blogging in 2008 during the big global recession that we had and it was messages of hope and enthusiasm and positivity going out to all my friends. And he had no interest in writing a book, uh -huh. but I took all of his blog posts and I made a coffee table book for him and presented it to him as a gift. Wow, amazing. And he said, wow, this is incredible. And I said, Dad, what you wrote is really beautiful. And that is what set us on the journey to, to writing these books. Nice. And uh, this last book that we wrote together, This Is It, it's, um, it was one of the best experiences of my life. You know, Working on it for almost two years, every single day with my dad, uh, I, I just, I'll never forget it. And yeah. it's, this book is all about our successes and our failures. And we've been incredible. My dad has had an unbelievable career in business. My grandfather had an unbelievable career in business. And uh, the first 11 years of my career, I've been doing this, I've been in business now for 11 years. Thank God, I've been very, very successful. Nice. And the way that I found success was, was truly by reading books. Me too. That's very important too, I think, part in business. Yeah. Reading a lot of books because you open your mind, you, you get to know new things that you never heard about, never knew it was possible. Yeah. So that's very important too. Yeah. Very interesting, your book. You just gave it to me. I'm yeah. very excited about reading too. Yeah. And uh, as you said, your father wrote some very interesting things. Sometimes we have to put into words and write it down because sometimes we can lose it forever. So it's very, well, it's very nice. You say that. So one of my uh, one of my business associates, a guy that works for me, his name is Abdal. He's uh, going to be my business partner on a new business I'm starting. And he read my book. He was one of the first people to read it. 
and he said that it, the, the thing that touched him the most was that he lost his father when he was in college. His father passed away. And he said that he wished that his father put into words all the things that he knew so he could take it with him. Yeah. And I just had, had a son 16 months ago. I wow, have a baby congrats. Boy. And thank you very much. And just knowing that this is in the permanent record and that God forbid something happens to me, uh -huh. he will always have yeah. his words. And it's forever and now. It's forever. Yeah. And, and that was a, a really special, really special thing for me. Very nice. Yeah. So listen, this has been incredible coming to your school hearing your story thank you thanks uh, for coming it's, it's a pleasure it's, to it's have you it's a true honor to have you i, I know Same. we're going to do this again i could i could feel that we're going to yeah. absolutely come back and do some training and, and and record some more podcasts um it's an honor for me too you know your idea of the business jiu-jitsu yeah. is something very new and i think everyone needs that because uh nobody all the professors in jiu-jitsu nobody's very professional into business you know yeah. it's just like a jiu-jitsu practitioner they're like, oh, I'm gonna open a school. Yeah. But the the universe inside is not like you know, it's like oh, very yeah. deep, and you have to know things. So very nice. Congrats on your new project Thank too. Thank you so much for being it's a very part of it interesting. being one of my early supporters. Um, Thank you. We had some really exciting people lined up to come on the podcast, and uh, and you you was one of my first uh, five guests. Wow. Thank uh, you. Thank you. It's it's. I'm just so excited to do the research for this. Uh -huh. um, matching my passion for business and my passion for jujitsu yeah. this is so e it's been so easy for me to do yeah it's like i haven't had to feel motivated to do anything because i'm just so excited to yeah. get it done and, it's very yeah. exciting and it's just the beginning just the beginning. you know like jujitsu business is yeah. if you th we think about it, it's just starting now it's like it's, yeah. it's, it's not even crawling yet i know you know it's just a little baby and uh, we need people like you to make it happen and you yeah. know if you think about the gyms like uh, fitness gyms yeah. many years ago you, you used not to be as it is now you That's know right. we had like people used to rent little rooms inside mm -hmm. a, a building and start teaching yeah. And now we see all over, it's so big, and that's the way Jiu-Jitsu is going to as well. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything you'd like to say at closing? That's all. I would like to thank you, too, for everything. Yeah. It's a, re a really honor to be here yes. with you, and thank the, you the so much. The honor is truly mine. Thank you to you, and, and thank you to your dad for opening up your gym and yeah. having such great And come visit us more often, whenever will. you can. Thank okay? You. Thank you. Thank you.